Hey, it's George and Jess. Your journey of self-discovery starts here. All right, we've been talking about Gen Z a lot this week. We, we actually have. Well, they're just so interesting. Well, the, the reason is, well, they're relevant right now. One, the legalization of recreational use cannabis, a.k.a. marijuana, happened yesterday. And by the way, <laughs> the line outside, I believe it was the dispensary in Red Lake, because the on the Native American reservations, obviously, they can they're they follow their own rules, right? I mean, they have their own laws and sent hence the gambling and everything else. So they were allowed to open their dispensaries, I think, the moment it became legal in this state. And I believe the one in the uh in Shakopee here, the Twin Cities, will be ready to go this fall. But Red Lake wasted no time. They're like, we're open. And there was a line a mile long. Oh my God. It was Uh, like Black Friday. (laughs) 11 a.m. People were lined up as far as you could see (sighs) to get in. And then all of a sudden, there is this abundance of expert gardeners. Uh huh. Yes. That are weighing in online. Because, of course, uh, the dispensaries here in Minnesota for recreational use will not probably be open till late next year, early 2025, when they get all the regulations and stuff figured out. But recreational use cannabis is legal now in Minnesota. You can possess it. You can grow it. You can give it away. You can do it. So it's weeds legal. That's a fact. Christmas. It's cannabis Christmas. (laughs) And, And you know what? I think I, I would like to believe that most people who, again, there's a, there is a lack of education out there. I think specifically uh, a lot of the boomers were being chided by Gen Z and millennials yesterday because they've won the war. Sure. So, and, and, I, and honestly, to, to be fair, I think a lot of the older generation just lack education and they're just going on what people have told them over the years including I mean, going back to the reefer madness movie of the 50s right. and it's just this nonsense that well, it's going to be the when collapse I was growing of up, there was a lot of messaging around marijuana oh, yeah, of like right. it's a gateway drug and if you do that then you, you know you're, you're gonna, do, gonna this. do this it's and, gonna fry your brain yeah oh, the, this yeah. is your brain on drugs and uh, obviously, the science doesn't back that up. But you know what will fry your brain? Alcohol. <laughs> and seriously, I, I mean, that, that, it's literally poison that they've lobbied. And, and it, it tells you about the power of lobby. Mm-hmm. It really does. Because they have driven this. They have glamorized it. Well, I was just going to say, right? there's lobbying and then there's the marketing. Oh, my God. Alcohol. Yeah. Which is like, it's glamorous. You need it to celebrate. You need it when you're stressed out. It's the must-have accessory for everything in your life. Yeah. Which brings to uh, a topic here is uh, we're talking about mocktails because they're becoming very, very popular. And yes, I said mocktail, which is an alcohol-free version of the cocktail. I saw uh, a restaurant that I follow on Instagram post a a promo image with a mocktail and someone commented like so what just juice (laughs) 
because (laughs) that has been historically what a mocktail was. It was like grenadine and Sprite and like orange juice, like a Shirley Temple, essentially. And they've gotten much more sophisticated. Sure. And much Uh. more. I don't even really like the term mocktail. I like zero proof or alcohol free. Uh, Mocktail just seems kind of childish, but regardless they are growing exponentially in popularity and they're attributing this success and the rise of the mocktail to our friends in gen z gen z adults under 30 but they are saying that millennials are on board with this movement towards cannabis and away from alcohol Mm -hmm. as well i mean it's happening it's just it's a generational thing, right? Yes. And I think that a lot of, there are some older people and people with deep-rooted faith who have been misled that they believe that cannabis is the end of times. <laughs> it's it may, it's almost laughable, but- I'm trying to wrap my head around- It's just, well, you'd swear, you'd, they were like, oh, this is the end of our society. You saw people, I mean, because some of the Twin Cities news outlets were posting the stories yesterday. Hey, it's legal. They were talking to people. And then there was a lot of stuff posted on social media. And, you know, and there was, there was just, I think, again- and I understand why it's a lack of education, but there's there's a group of people that just don't understand, mm-hmm. right? And the, the thing is, you don't have to partake if you don't want to. No, no Nobody's going to come chase you down, tackle you, hold a gun to your head and make you smoke a joint. That's not going to happen. It is not going to and happen. And they're not going to stuff a marijuana brownie down your throat. It's, <laughs> none of that is going to happen. It's um, It will be a transition to seeing it normalized and just seeing like who is partaking and who isn't and I, where well, it's available. And just, I mean, the whole thing is, I it's, can it's, tell you this, there's still a bunch of people that I mean, there's more people in our society that smoke weed than, you know, sure. If you're one of the individuals who doesn't, and you've got this, you know, you're carrying around, across and approaching people like they're possessed well, that do well does. no but i mean there there's a, there's people that are just like oh my god it's the, it, okay if you're one of those people there are a ton of people that you probably know and, and, and would never suspect that do smoke it and they have been for years and just as an aside i would be shocked if any of those people were listening to this podcast right I'm, well i'm just saying like we're 340 some episodes in yeah i think they've figured out that this is probably not no, it's not the, this is not the, this the is, venue for that. Nope, definitely not. But uh, I would say that that more than anything is wiping out the, 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 the alcohol thing. It's not, uh, it's never going to completely die, but no. it's obviously digging into it. And because Brady and I were having this discussion when he, he was in here, we were doing a men in sobriety series and he's an older millennial. And uh, we were talking about it and he goes, I go, man, there's a lot of these young people now that don't drink, you know, because a lot of the people our age are just guys who just decided to give it up. Mm -hmm. And he said, yeah, that's because they all smoke weed. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, hence half the country now. Well, we're actually the 23rd state, so we're not exactly halfway there, but it was a big day for Minnesota. Did you know there's a a long time coming? A term for people who don't drink, but do use cannabis what is the term california sober oh i've heard that before yeah so that's like you 
do. You smoke weed, but you don't drink alcohol. Yes. It's that simple. Yep. And there's a lot of people that do that because, well, I think a lot of people that are into fitness specifically because it doesn't punish your body and you don't have hangovers and there's none of that stuff. It's a controversial term. Uh, California sober. California sober. Because a lot of, well, you're not sober. Yep. So it's like, but I think really it comes down to like choosing the path that works the best for you and being really honest with yourself about if it is working, right? whatever that looks like. Like this is a judgment free, like whatever, whatever it it looks like for you is totally fine. The funny thing is, I mean, again, I spent almost three decades in broadcast, so I have a lot of friends and they were all, we've been all messaging each other. And, you know, since it'll probably be a, I would say at least a year, maybe a year and a half before they get all of the dispensary stuff figured out, but it's still legal. You can possess it. You can grow your own. And uh, we were all like, this is going to, you're going to see, and they're already talking about these cannabis clubs that people are starting where they're going to get together like wine club. Sure. Right? And if you grow your own, they're going to share different strains and it's, it's going to become a thing. There's not even a question about it. So I know you have a friend who already named your club, but I had an idea for a name that well, I was kind of cute. What, what, what is it? It was club canna with like a disco ball and oh. like cool groovy like colors. Don't tell Matt that he'll be hot on it and he'll create something. I he mean, might, he might do it. Listen, I'm going to have those guys back out because uh, Keith, the chief grower with the CBD centers, who was on last week. Is, he's like your new right hand man. He's coming. He's coming out to check on Virginia. <laughs> Keith is a household name now. Yeah, right. And I'm going. And by the way, Virginia is the name of my cannabis plant that I am growing. So he's going to come out and he's guiding me through this. And by the way, if if you go to the CBD centers and you buy yourself a clone, First of all, you don't have to wear a trench coat, a fedora, and sunglasses. And a little stick on my mustache. Calm down, everybody. It's legal. Everything you need to to accomplish the mission and get it to do what you want it, what it needs to do, you can just walk right around the corner and just tell drummers that you've purchased a clone at the CBD centers and they have everything already in stock. You can just buy your... There's Happy Frog Soil, there's the Gaia uh, Organic Nutrients, and all of this stuff that they have, it's all ready to go. You can get yourself a big pot. Listen, I have learned so much, because I went to his class on Sunday, and obviously I communicate with these guys. Uh, Matt and and Mike, of course, own the, the CBD centers, but I have access to information and you know expert advice that not everybody else does, so I kind of have an unfair advantage and I'm not going to apologize for it. You shouldn't. I'm not. You shouldn't. So, uh, but I'm but I'm going to share this wealth of knowledge. I'm going to have Keith back out mm-hmm. again next week. I'm looking forward to it. So he's going to stop by. He and Matt, and they're going to check on Virginia. And uh, <laughs> yes, she is named after the train song. Yes, yes, after the the train song. I've uh, been in a big late '90s music like renaissance right. lately for some reason, and so Virginia felt like a good name for her. It, it, it almost feels like the 70s again. Mm-hmm. It does. It's got that kind of a vibe going. I mean, I wasn't alive in the 70s, but it feels like how I would imagine it had felt in the 70s. A lot of young people, again, just kind of like feel... Like in tradition. They are. Feeling free. You know, they're, they're, they're voicing like they their opinions. They don't want opinions. the man keeping them down. They're getting out. They're voting. They're very active. You yeah, know? there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of activism. Yeah. A lot of causes that people are 
not just, you know, sharing memes about like they're right. really embracing them and getting involved, which is how change happens. That's exactly so it's yeah, yeah. important that you do it that way. I like it. I like it too. Did you see that they're calling Gen Z zoomers? I've, I've heard that term before. I don't know that I had, but I thought it was so funny because that's a, well, obviously like zoomers yeah, and boomers, boomers, and zoomers and boomers. Yeah. Zoomers. I, I like it on the hippie end of things. Have you, we have to talk a little bit about what you've been doing with your, uh, well, I kind of told hobby a, a little bit, a couple of episodes ago that I've taken up embroidery, hand embroidery. <laughs> That's the most is, a, is a, so random. So basically I grow a pot and you embroider literally. <laughs> I don't, by the way, I do not grow. I have a plant. Well, but, I mean, you do because you yeah, are right. Because I, I, I obviously want, as soon as that law passed, I was like, I'm getting one. I listen, am I an avid pot smoker? No, but I want to grow a cannabis plant because like all my radio friends, I know, I know a lot of guys that are regulars, right? And you know what? Since it'll be a year and a half before the dispensaries open, just remember you're allowed to gift under this law. You're a fairy godfather, you, fairy weed father. <laughs> you, you are allowed to gift up to two ounces. So just remember a friend with weed is a friend indeed. Oh my God. Now let's go back. <laughs> let's go. Let's go back to your embroidery. So, yeah. I, I taught myself to hand embroider when I was on vacation over the 4th of July. I have no idea. Actually, I do think I know where it came from. Cause I've been really trying to dig into this. Like why did I wake up one day and decide I was going to embroider? Yeah. Right. It's very random. So uh, my friend Melissa and I went to that sustainable fashion panel in Minneapolis and there was one individual and he was talking about events that he organizes that are like for upcycling and swapping and all of these things like where you trade clothes with other people and it's like a zero waste circular fashion thing. Really cool. Yeah. And he goes, and we have a talented artist who like if you have a jacket or a, a sweatshirt, she can hand embroider designs on it like while you're shopping. And that apparently must have sparked something in me that's basically well not you're, you're not doing that well people shop no but, but you are and I, I i said can't you just program a sewing machine to do all these little patterns well yes but that is a that's a beautiful way to embroider and you get a perfect design and there is a absolutely a time and a place for that minor hand embroidered so it's like i'm putting love and energy in like all of this Right. It's different. A hand created item to me is different. These are the things that people want. And I'm only using upcycled clothes. And when, I'm not buying new clothes to embroider. Right. I'm either thrifting or using clothes that are like in my donation pile. You even and, hit my you even hit my end of the closet. <laughs> I did. Because there was a shirt that I, I, I was gifted a few years ago and I, I would never wear it. It was a denim like Wrangler type, and it's just not me. Yeah, so yeah. it's gonna get a design, and it's I don't know what I don't know what's gonna happen with these designs. I think I'm probably gonna end up starting an Etsy shop. I could see that. Like I posted, I, totally I did a that. sweatshirt with little mushrooms on it, and it turned out so cute. Right. And I posted it on my Instagram story, and my friends were like blowing me up all day. I had one that was like, "Can I can I order a custom design?" Yes. And I was like, well, yes. I, I mean, I'm not like very good at it, but right. yes. So anyway, I am, 
I, I'm an embroidery artist now. You know what? You, I know what the attraction is for you. It's the creative aspect of mm-hmm. it, right? And I love, I've, I've always looked for a hobby that I could do with my hands and create something. Isn't it funny how when you just let yourself go and you follow your passions, the, yeah. the weird things that you find in life that you enjoy doing? And it's, it's really brought me so much joy over the last month of just like coming up with the, the design I'm going to do and choosing the, the thread and having this, giving this life to clothes that were either in a thrift store in the back of my own closet right. that were boring or not being worn. And right. so I, I don't know. It just feels like all of these little passions and interests coming together into one. You'll have to creative have you, outlet. Have you shared any pictures of any of the things you've I done ha- so far? I haven't. I should share. I should. You share should. One. You should to let people kind of get an a, an idea of what you're talking about because it's cool. And I I've always said that's a great way for you to kind of let your creative juices flow and uh, relax and just do something something that you enjoy. It's very. Um, meditative right to just sit and and stitch i feel that same way when i go to the gym so here's what i'm going to do with the rest of my life i'm going to work out and i'm going to grow weed that's what i'm going to do i'm going to embroider shirts (laughs) there you go um speaking of the gym i have still this story so i have been um a delinquent an absent gym member well you were fighting an injury i hurt my shoulder and there are things i could be doing there but i've just i've been embroidering and working to be honest. So the other day I took my gym clothes to work and I'm like, I'm going to go on my lunch break. I don't have any meetings. And I'm like, but I know they're going to give me a hard time. Did, did you see Chris? Was, <laughs> so was I he go there? in and I've got my bag and I'm like bracing. I'm like, I know, I know he's going to give me a hard time. And he comes up and his mouth opens wide and he goes, <laughs> I forgot what you looked like. <laughs> I was like, hello. I knew that was going to happen. Yep. I deserve it. Now I can go about my business. Um, but there was all kinds of people I didn't, yeah. I hadn't, I don't, I don't know. I haven't met them yet. So yeah. it was good to get in the gym. The doors were open at yes. JP Fitness. Oh, I love when they do that. I know. And it was like warm outside and I got a really good sweat in a really short time. And yeah. it just felt so good to get up there. I love it. I it love it busy. when it's warm and muggy and the doors are open. Yep. Now there's a lot of people that complain. So John they did close them. So John will shut the doors yeah. and turn the air conditioning on. But I, to me, it's like the hotter, the more humid, the oh, better yeah. because you won't get hurt when you're working out in that type of weather. It you're, felt so good. You're, you're loose. Just stay hydrated. To me, that's the best. Tip. I was in I the functional it. training room and I just put on one of my videos. It was like a dance cardio Pilates type video. And I just blasted way, my air AirPods and just, oh, it was so good. If you like to work out in the hot, steamy summer sun at JP Fitness, that you can work out outside. They've got, yep. the, they've got the AstroTurf right out front, and they've got a couple of lockers. And the trainers will take you out there, and you can do some work outside. I love doing that. Yep. I absolutely love that fresh air, that warm, humid sun. Because guess what? In a couple of months, it'll be freezing. (laughs) My favorite time to run is when it's hot and humid. Yeah. Well, I think it's just just like you just get so cleansed. Athletics, period. I just, I think, well, you'll talk to professional baseball players. A lot of them like to play. And I I love baseball, right? So I follow it. But I will will tell you that they will, the best guys will like, I like it when it's hot and humid Mm. because they stay loose. 
because there's a lot of sedentary time in baseball. That so makes sense. Like, I've they, never thought about they that. They like it, it warm. Yeah, they like it warm. There's so. a little too much gear in baseball to be doing it outside for me. I like shorts and tank tops. And <laughs> well, they tried that with the Chicago White Sox one they year. They did not. They, they had, they wore, <laughs> in the 70s, the Chicago White Sox wore polyester shorts <laughs> and polo shirts. They did. I got to see It was a, a uniform. Look it up. It, it, and I remember when I was a kid, I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. And everybody thought that. And it went down as one of the biggest gaffes in professional sports when it came to uh, uniforms ever. That is hilarious. God, it was stupid. It is the 70s. Yeah, it is, it the, is 70s, the 70s all over all, again. All over again. So on that note, have yourself a, by the way, if you don't have your clone, go up, listen, it's, it's the 2020s, turn the news off. What John Prine say, blow up your TV, throw away, throw the, away, throw throw away, away the, the paper. paper and move to the country and do, do what you need to do. Right. So that's what people are. I think are as much negative news that's out there right now. I think that's why people are embracing things like you embroidering or growing a pot plant or yeah. do whatever. And right? you know what I've noticed? Like when I'm embroidering, I'm not on my phone. Right. I can't be. Yeah. Because my hands are busy. Yeah. So it's like w- kind of putting yourself in those situations where you're not needing to distract yourself or, or feeling that urge to distract yourself with your phone. Right. Like your hands are busy creating something and right. that feels really good. Right. I don't know. I was going to setting this up i don't know if we'll be here tomorrow because i have i have (laughs) i have my my procedure i've talked about it but the funny thing is okay i'm having a colonoscopy this is and it's just strictly yearly it's that time i'm at that age my doctor brought it up at my yearly physical he was like you know what it's time to have a look just to make sure funny thing is i'm watching the today show this morning and that's it was a it was a segment Oh, like encouraging yeah, people to get them. They're trying to back that off because there's some companies that are like, no, 50 is good enough. But they are now the majority of people with any credentials are saying back to about 45. Mm. And they're in because of all of the issues that are, the young people are having. And they think that is obviously due to diet. So I know you haven't had yours yet, but yeah. Are you under the impression that once the anesthesia wears off and you have a nap and like that part is over? Like, are you better by Friday? I don't know. That's the thing. I've been, I didn't know if they had I've prepared talked, you. Like, are you down and out for well, he days? Told, they told me this. Don't plan on doing any work on Thursday because in not, my procedures in the morning, but they're like, yeah, you'll, you'll probably want to go home and take a nap and be a little lethargic. I was sure. like, I was like, not me. I'm going to the gym. I'm putting my arms on blast. <laughs> what? That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> What does and my, that do- mean? My, my doctor's like, you probably won't. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> talking anyway. like a zoomer? <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> on that note, if we don't talk to you tomorrow, we'll uh, yes, uh, we'll be back uh, Friday. I'll, I'll give you the update. On Maybe Friday. I'll do a solo. Yeah, there you go. Or or just haul somebody in here. Why not? Right. <laughs> Have a fantastic Wednesday. We'll talk to you. Well, if not tomorrow, for sure Friday morning before we kick the weekend off.